Hey guys, welcome to episode 23, Jordan of CMD Towers Brews and Builds. I'm Mr. Comma number five, and my fellow host, like Kalia, loves to jazz out creatures, Big Tuck. Wow, what's hold up? It, hold it back. Yeah. Uh, for those playing the home game out there, taking a sip for that. That's what we in the biz call a uh, deep cut. Uh, hey, how you doing today? Hey, I'm doing all right. I see you're uh, also sweating profusely because this basement is a freaking furnace. So it that's is exciting. not a furnace. It's like 67 so degrees down here. Yeah. For, for reference, me and Big Tuck are both just wearing T-shirts and pants. Uh, but Sweet like is wearing 39 right. layers, yet me and Big Tuck are sweating yeah, profusely. I can feel it already. I can feel it <laughs> boiling. <laughs> but no, I'm good. Uh, you know, we just got done with like a weird last two weeks yeah. with Christmas and New Year's and like work and like our great debate. Which yeah, I our was great debate, uh, which happened, success. which, you know, didn't go as great as we thought. Uh, it was fun. Uh, it was great to jam games with everyone afterwards, yeah. uh, but definitely we learned from it. So that way, the next debate that we do, which will be Big Tux and my Planeswalker decks, uh, will hopefully have Absolutely. a better handle of how to make it longer than 15 minutes. <laughs> people people will be able to hear it. Yes, that would be useful. probably key. Yeah. Uh, how are you doing? I'm good, man. Same. Uh, yeah, last two weeks have been crazy with work and just trying to get stuff up. Um, like get ready to go to Israel. Heading to Israel on Thursday. So for those who are out there, now, if World War Three has started by then, when you're listening to this, because of the future thing we've always get confused by, then I will likely be there in the midst of that. So uh, it's kind of a turbulent time, but uh, no, I'm excited. Um, everything sh- everything's looking like it's going to be good for us over there too. So awesome. Well, it's a good thing yep. that you've played a lot of Apex Legends. You are prepared. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. exactly. So duck, crouch, run, duck, shoot. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast, and this is only able to happen by our fantastic producer, Squee McGee, and his production company, Rich Chaos Records, here in KC. What up, Squee? What up? What up? How you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. It's Saturday. It's sunny. I'm happy. Let's yeah. do it. Well, uh, why don't you tell everyone what you secretly found in your car that just oh, made yeah. your day? Yeah, so I was looking through my glove box uh, last night, grabbed a stack of cards, turned out mm. there's a Parallel Lives in there. I uh, hadn't run one in my restack for, I don't know, a good four months because I didn't want to pay for it. So there's a thick irony on that one. Yeah. Well, that's a. Uh, it's, it's I mean, an extra, parallel lives, with a knife. an extra parallel lives is just. Yeah. It, it never goes 15, wrong. 15, 16 bucks, They're I think. They're up to yeah. 20. Now. 20. Needs, oh. needs another this one. one's got some play on it. So I'd say like 14 to 15. Oh, there you that's go. Fine. I'll probably put it out on the trade block since, yeah. The, the trade block. I don't wanna, hey, I don't we should actually we should create a trade block in our Discord. Oh, that is a good idea. That'd yeah, be it. That so makes sense. Also, shout out to all of our Patreon. Yes, we just launched our Patreon. And thank you to uh, William, Nick, Chuck the Slice. Great plays, name. Yeah, I love that name. Uh, Dan, Will, and Kevin. Uh, definitely appreciate you guys kind of being the inaugural uh, Patreons. Of course, by the time you hear this, it'll have been like two, three weeks since you signed up. But hey, that's the way right. the past future works. Um, but yeah, you know, I think that actually could be good to create a channel in our Discord, uh, which you get for just a buck on our Patreon, which we'll segue over into. There we go. If you want to know more ways to support the show, um, the CMD Tower team and all the content we create, why don't you head over to our sponsor, level1gameshop.com. Uh, they sell magic accessories like the sweet exclusive CMD Tower stitched and very nice and thick playmat. And also the CMD Tower matte 100-pack sleeves. Uh, The sleeves are crazy durable. They also have a crazy uh, sweet TCG player store with over a 99% accuracy rating and crazy competitive prices. Uh, Because let me tell you, me and Big Tuck are some cheapskates. And when we were on site... (laughs) 
<laughs> it depends on which deck we're talking about. No, no, no. I don't mean like spending money, but like we will not overpay for cards. Oh, yes, correct. Uh, we are going for bottom of the barrel prices. <laughs> and when we were there for the debate, we actually spent some money on cards. Yeah. I was like, yeah. man, these are really good prices. Yeah, well, so I, got, I got a sword, the green blue sword for like 14 bucks or something. Oh, that's a great deal. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah I know. It was awesome. So. Ghostly prison on a dime, I believe. Ooh. Ooh. And then, you know, hey, another way to support the show is to head over to patreon.com slash cmdtower. Uh, we have four different pledge levels and rewards vary from getting access to that sweet new discord that I was just talking about. Uh, we actually have like a general discussion, a non-magic discussion, yep. brews and builds, action for news. Um, and hey, it sounds like we should create like a trade block yep. one because that would actually uh, yeah, be yeah, really, yeah, really, really sweet. Idea. And also, so th that's like only for like the dollar a month just to kind of be part of the collective. And, and you know, our top tier, you even get play mats and sleeves from us. Of course, the free way to help is just share the content you're already listening to every little bit of interaction from the collective helps um, also every episode we want to give a big shout out to the music provided by pink royal and of course stay <laughs> tuned until the end yeah r.i.p uh they have been exiled yeah. from the <laughs> nice. field uh and of course stay tuned till the end to get details on how you can win a theros beyond death bundle in january so bruce it builds is our deck tech series it's all about the decks that Big Tuck and I have in our Path to 32. Each episode, we're going to talk about one of those Path to 32 decks, but hey, in a cool manner of bearing some brewskis. Bearing some brewskis. Wow. Yeah, does that work? Wow. <laughs> some crispy boys. Some they crispy, crispy boys. In fact. Uh, so we kind of broke it down into four categories. The first one's going to be ramp and setting your board state. We're going to kind of relate that to a grain bill. Yes, and grains are the foundation of a beer. They include both base malts and specialty malts, usually about a 60 to 40 ratio. This helps with the color, taste, and most importantly, the alcohol content of the beer, which is what we're all drinking it for. That's not necessarily true. Um, decks always need ways to grow, stabilize, and ramp into your bigger threats. And just like a grain profile, they're usually a mix of staples and specialty cards. And the next one's going to be, how does your board interact with all of your opponents? We're calling that the hop profile. Yes, and hops give the beer its patented bitter and herbal floral flavors. They grow in a variety of strands and help distinguish subcategories like IPA. Some of them have really cool names, too, like mm. Cascade Ooh. Uh, Our hop choices help clear and interact with the board so your deck can do what it wants. And then the third one is going to be, how does the deck actually close out and win so you can go home and, like me, hopefully play Pokemon Sword? Finally downloaded it for my Switch. Haven't played it yet, but I'm super excited. <laughs> Uh, we're calling that yeast. Uh, yeast are microorganisms that eat the sugar from the grain, and then they poop out alcohol and CO2. It adds alcohol content and the carbonation. Without the yeast, you'd be drinking flat sugar water. And without yeast cards, your deck wouldn't actually meet the goal of winning the game. And then finally, in that brewing process, we have shenanigans. These can be pet cards and synergies that are in the deck that are just, hey, kind of fun. You have a sentimental attachment to it. It just really doesn't fit, but it's there. Uh, we're calling that the spice package. Yes, and spices are not in every beer, but um, when they are in beers, they help separate them from a normal stock beer to especially one. That could be a pepper that turns a stout into a jalapeno stout or... Not the beer I bought today. The addition of tangerines that turned an IPA into a tangerine IPA. Figure that one out. Uh, not every deck has something that makes it pop, but if it does, this is where we generally talk about it. That's about as confusing as rhubarb barber to the barber to barber. <laughs> no, barber, we're not barber. doing it. We're not doing that again. I can't handle it. I'm way too tired. Collective, go out there and YouTube <laughs> rhubarb Barbara <laughs> German. You know what that it's reminds amazing. me of? That reminds me of the old G.I. Joe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pork, pork chop sandwiches. Oh, shit. <laughs> and then, hey, to close out the podcast, we're going to cap this off with, hey, yes. redundancy, a bottle capping. These are going to be Big Tucks and myself's recommendations to the deck that are under $5, under 50 bucks, and a personal recommendation that has no budget. The only restriction is no mana only lands. So, hey, without further ado, let's get brewing. Yeah. Uh, today, 
We're, uh, this is episode is brought to you by Sharing is Caring, brought to you by Empress Galena, uh, because she is all about yeah, sharing. Real, sh- um, real sharing. And if you've noticed a pattern, guys, Mr. Combo, I love to talk about my, and yes, I talked to myself in the third person. Uh, I love talking about my monocolor <laughs> decks. I, I find them very, very fun. This is now my third monocolor deck I've talked about on Bruise and Builds. Oh, yeah. um, and this is my mono blue deck that's kind of taking a similar approach to Sheldon's. You did this to mm-hmm. yourself deck we did in episode 18. But instead of punishing you with damage for doing things, I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to take this off. Hey, sharing's caring. Um, Big Tuck, why don't you read what Empress Galena yeah, is sure. and does? Uh, so she is a legendary creature. Uh, I believe she's a merfolk. Um, I believe for, so, yes. For three colors and two blue, she's a one three. Uh, and then she has an ability of tap two blue, tap her, gain control of target legend or legendary permanent. Pretty sweet. Pretty sweet. <laughs> Pretty sweet. Because, hey, what do you have to have with every single commander deck? At least one legendary permanent. Yeah, that, there we go. And isn't that legendary permanent usually sitting in the command zone so you always have access to cast? Correct, yes. I think that's the, I think that's in the charter of the game. And, and I believe she just says legend <laughs> or legendary permanent, so I could steal anything that's a legend that I want. Indeed. Okay. And also, what, what's funny is when they were first printed, the monocolor planeswalkers I don't think could be targeted because they weren't legendary. Correct. But now they can they, be. Now they can be. Yes. Once they changed the planeswalker errata to where all planeswalkers well, were legendary. legendary, which makes sense, and I like. Yes. Right. Uh, I do still wish though a legendary planeswalker Jace would have the legendary rule no matter what Jace was on you your battlefield. You could only have one out, right? Yes, yeah, I wish I you could only have one Jace, yeah, yeah. not have multiple Jaces, but hey. Well, when that, when that came there. out, you were probably like, yes. <laughs> no, I hated that. No, I'm saying for this deck. Oh, yes. Super <laughs> excited, because now I can steal all the Planeswalkers in the world, and hey, I love Planeswalkers. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, basically, the whole concept of this deck is to utilize what my opponents are doing on their side of the field, and hey, that seems really cool. Let me take that from you. I have ways to make non-legends legends, so I can yeah. target them. I have ways to steal things in general. And I like how your answer to when people are playing you against us, you're like, you don't have to cast creatures. <laughs> yeah, because uh, like, shout out friend of the show, Will, hates this yeah. deck with a passion. I love it. He literally concedes when I pull this out. He's really? like, no, I just don't want to fuck. I don't want to play against you. Why? No, get out of here. Because he gets so mad when I steal his commander because a lot of the decks that he builds are, are so like centered around yeah, the commanders. Sure. Um, just ki- just kill Empress Galena on sight. It's not that hard, people. Yeah, like, that think, that think is a thing. I like how it's like it's like that meme with the guy where it's like, can't steal my creatures if I don't play any. <laughs> so I think you'll be proud of this. I looked this up. Empress Galena is the number 552nd most popular commander on EDH track. Wow. Uh, there's only 52 decks of her really? out there. Yeah. Huh. I'm proud. So, yeah, so the reason I kind of went this route, guys, is because Mono Blue, when you're looking at EDH, what do you have? Uh, now you have Urza, yeah, which right. is just which is, combo uh, town. Yeah, which is lousy. You got Teferi Chainveil combo. Yeah. Seems pretty boring. You have Talran the Sky Summoner, which is just counter yeah, spell. It's just, it's dot just, deck. Yeah, I also see Baral. Yeah, it's Baral. The same thing, right? Counter spell dot deck. Uh, I'm trying to think of any other. I mean, Arcade, I, I, my Arcades one kind of breaks the mold a little bit because it's okay. more focused on attacking. It's a Sphinx deck, right? Where Sphinx sure. costs less and that sort of thing. But that's about that's about as like rangy as you get with it. Like, yeah, I mean, there's there's you, you can go uh, like Psy. And sure. Ba- oh, basically, yeah. you go infinite combo town or you go artifact, artifact town right, yeah and i didn't want to do either of those which sounds yeah, weird because yeah. i do love combos i know and i do have combos in this oh i deck. know oh we'll get into uh, it oh, oh yeah, we'll get, get there so yeah so i really feel like empress galena 
doesn't break the color pie for blue because blue is about stealing is, stuff. Yeah, they, control magic is a staple yeah, blue it's, card. It's, it's like, I think it was an alpha. Yeah. So. She is a rude Goldberg machine to get going because you do have to tap her. Yeah. So people do have a turn cycle to right. stop her. And, and in and, theory, she's only a one-shot pony correct, steal right. before I can untap again. So In theory. Um, yeah, and I also, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, this has, which makes sense, the most hops of any deck we've talked about yep. at 27. So yeah. to segue into that, uh, Mr. Combo, I am going to give you... Oh, we're back on this train? Beer. We haven't done this in a I hot I know we minute. haven't. So I'm actually drinking the hot... Well, I was dry for a minute there, and that didn't shake out. So uh, <laughs> that, that, that didn't Prohibition solve, did not work. That, that didn't solve the problems I was looking for, I guess. Uh, anyway, so this is the Hoptronics Double... India Pale Ale from uh, New Holland Brewing, which I think is pretty close to where Jason Alt lives. Okay. Um, I Most of their stuff's pretty good. Uh, I really like this. It's dank, bitter, and galactic. <laughs> so dank, bro. Also, also a nine percenter. So I'm just going to send this right over there. All right. Can't wait to see this one. <laughs> it's got everything you love in a beer. All the hops you can handle. Oh, oh God! <laughs> Tastes like horse feet. Oh, Spit so that up on the microphone. It's so oh. good. <laughs> yes, I figured. I knew you would hate this because there's not a there's not a a drip or a drab of sweetness. In it. God, that's terrible. But yeah, you do make a great point. You know, being a mono blue deck, I feel like if you look at everyone's mono blue decks and if they categorize them how we categorize decks, they should be extremely yeah, right. hop heavy because it is 100 interaction with your opponents. Mm. Um, Even like. I was, even if you're playing the counterspell deck, all those spells are just hop, yes. or hop spells. Right? The one thing I was interested about is as I started categorizing this, I was like, man, I'm not going <laughs> to have realize, a lot of... You realize your uh, your mana base is way off. Yeah. Oh, what did I need? Mono blue? Oh, why do I have all these mountains in here? Uh, no. Um, I was surprised at how many yeast cards I had. Yeah, I know. That was kind of... That, kinda... that was very shocking because as I was build, doing this, I was like, God... How do I like close out and win the game? And granted, some of these is going to be like a stretch because it's like, oh, well, like this is here because it kind of goes into this. Right. But I think they all make sense on. Except for two. Which okay. We'll, which we'll get into. Which we'll get into. Well, hey, segue. Well, I guess. And then the last thing that we always talk about is the curve three, three, seven. Eight, yeah. Three, three six, seven. nine. So it's fine. It's um, fine. And then and the one thing we've gotten away from is we haven't talked about the cost of the deck. Oh, right. Uh, this deck ranges on TCG player. <laughs> right around the thousand dollars get right around a grand Scum. Uh, and it's also there's also like foils in here that don't need a the card you don't need to have and b you don't certainly don't need it in foil as it isn't she herself the foil of hers like 30 dollars, isn't it or something absurd yeah isn't she expensive she's very wasn't there some foil. gimmick where like it got lost in the mail when you tried to order it i remember you like having some big hemin and han session about no the only hemin and ha session i had like that uh, was when I, I, like when I, I was like creating my proxy alternate art for this. I couldn't figure out what I wanted to do. Oh, right. So I settled so because fish, she is a you want fish boobs. He has a card yes. that has fish nipples on it. No, it's it does. Disturbing. Oh, okay, they do have Yes, it absolutely does. But it makes sense because it's like this merfolk <laughs> laying in a pool naked and there's like the servant dude Emphasis like serving on naked, her. by the way, people. Yes. And the servant guy serving her wine. So it's like, ooh, she's taking control of his yeah, mind and now sure. he's doing you the thing. You just want fish boobs on your card. We all get it. I'm not our friend Davis. We've all been there. We've all been there. Davis is just pointing himself. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Well, hey, with, let's get into this deck. Yeah. I'll start this off with the rampant green build. Sure. The first card I want to talk about, I actually almost cut 
Then I saw a big Tuck pilot this deck and win off of this card. We're talking Consecrated Sphinx. Oh, yeah, this card's bonkers. Uh, so four good. colorless blue, blue, four, six creature Sphinx. That is a relevant creature type. Yes, uh, I know. No one thought it was when it got printed. They're like, all right. Uh, it has flying, and it says whenever an opponent draws a card, you may, which is a big keyword here, yep. draw two cards. Uh, it's well, bananas. What's well, even better? Five of them. <laughs> yeah, which we'll get into in the yeast section because Big Tuck made five copies of this, so it had six, and he milled himself yeah, out in one with another yeast card. Yeah, yeah. Hint, hint, you probably know what that is. Uh, but no, this card, you know, it, it's an expensive grain. It is. But it does exactly what Blue wants. Right. It's to draw more cards on other people's turns to have more answers. I will say, though, that this is usually a kill on sight card. Yeah, also true. That, that I've, I have as seen. As soon as people figure it out, right? And, like, one thing one thing that I talk about at some point is um, your – this is definitely a, like, draw pass deck for the most part, right? Yep. Where it's, like, you do, you're doing stuff on other people's turns because you don't have to on yours. Like, even right. your commander's ability, right? Like, you always want to wait to pick out the juiciest target. And I think um, – Juicy. I think Consecrated Sphinx really plays into that nicely because yep. – I mean, again, like usually the turn you'll cast it, you probably won't be doing a whole lot else. But like by the time your next turn cycle comes around, you have a bunch of options. You'll be you'll like have a better idea of like how you, by the cards you draw, you'll have a better idea of like what end goal you're going for with it too. Yeah, absolutely. And if you look look at it this way, it goes turn cycle around because it is six mana. So you're probably going to tap out to right, cast play it. it. Yep. Um, you, Pray someone just doesn't immediately murder it or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So you, you play it. You're going to end up drawing bare minimum six cards around yeah. the table. You draw your seventh, and you got a grip. You got full, you got full, full grip. grip. Yeah. Even on the off chance, it's like, God, I have really nothing good to play. Discard down to hand size. Right. You're going to draw two more cards before they even go to their main phase. Right. Exactly. Um, and so now you even have more responses and you can kind of start doing your rigmarole. Yeah, so, yeah, it's a great card. Um, I literally, like I said, almost cut it <laughs> until you did that little Rude Goldberg mission. Uh, it's, and end up it's, winning. A, it's a great one. Uh, so. I, yeah. Well, I don't know if we're going to get in that card, but I hope we do. Uh, well, hey, what's your first grain? So there's a this is a rogues gallery of normal blue stuff. Right. So um <laughs> Nothing super exciting in here. Uh, I always want. I want to just talk about this real quick because I don't think we have, and I'll just get out of the way. Brainstorm. It's just insane. Like yeah. that card's so. It's so good. Um, for those two people out there who don't know what it's doing, and I trust you, my picks are a lot more interesting after this. But like, <laughs> I saw these. Like, it's like, oh, look at that, a soul ring. Oh, look at that, Grimonolith. Yeah. Oh, Grimonolith. Wahoo. Um, <clears throat> but um, brainstorm is. One blue instant, draw three cards, put the top two cards for your hand on top of your library in any order. Like, it just, I don't know. There's not, there's not there's a better nothing, draw spell. There's outside nothing of like more ancestral, Outside of Ancestral Recall, yeah, and which band. I think is banned and like thousands of dollars. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, it's so efficient. Um, I like the idea, especially like you talked about, there, you do have ways to manipulate the top of your deck, right? You have ways to kind of go through that. You have ways to draw a lot of cards incidentally, right? So um, it's just a workhorse. And I think, I can't really think of a deck that runs blue that this is not good in, right? Like, Unless it's like not draw tribal, if such a thing exists. Yeah, I, and, I it's think, and it's fifty cents now. It used to be a couple bucks, but it's been reprinted to the, into the ground. So. I mean, the, the copy that I'm running, seventy cents. Yeah. So here's the thing: if you guys want to know, here's actually let's give a kudos to Wizards where credit where credit is due. A lot of times we see these standard cards for EDH, and. They're so expensive. Yeah. They're they're so price prohibitive. Soul Ring is still $5, right? Exactly. Yeah. And that gets printed every, every single year, year yeah. and it's still that much. Right. Brainstorm being under a buck and being a staple in EDH yep. and in Legacy and Vintage. Correct. The fact that it's a staple across multiple platforms, 
Wow. Yeah. Kudos on you guys for reprinting this card enough. Right. And it's like, if they the want to make it down. fair, they make it sorcery, but they didn't because they're idiots. And now it's in however many percentage of decks. So. I looked it up. It's in 32% of blue decks. Wow. That's that's the highest we've It seen. should be like 70 though, right? Oh, <laughs> I mean, you know, people aren't smart. Uh, true. <laughs> oh, I think I'll just run anticipate and play it safe. So <laughs> anyways, we haven't talked about Brainstorm. I hope we never do again. Yep. But I just had to, I wanted to bring it up and give credit where credit is due. This card, this card's insane. Well, the second card I wanted to talk about we already talked about which is one of the more popular blue commanders We're talking brawl chief of compliance oh this is one of mine too yeah, yeah. so <laughs> where's my timbre <laughs> kidding we're not bringing that back <clears throat> so, no. uh, so this is a colorless and a blue legendary yeah. creature human wizard one three the reason i have it in the grain is for the first part of text which says incident sorcery right. spells you cast cost one less to cast in my deck 27% of the total deck, including lands, are instants and sorceries. So that means I'm getting 27 reduced pips. Yeah, oh, yeah. Across everything, which is well, amazing. And it, but he also has a second ability, yes. where it's whatever spell or ability you control counters the spell, you may draw a card if you do discard a card. Which, that has happened less often than you, you would think, think right. with this type of deck. Um, it would have gone great with a card that was going to be the OG commander of this, which I'll be talking about later. Uh, it's in my spice package. But... Oh, right. It, it's it's a good looting effect mm -hmm. if it's there. But really, yeah. pay two mana. And if I'm able to cast two instants and sorceries with that discount, he paid for himself, and I'm right. happy. So, and I think, uh, so I was just thinking about this. This Kaladesh block, I think this is Aether Revolt. Mm -hmm. Each legendary in it is good. Like, Yeheni is great. Oh, yeah. Like, all the monocolors, right? Yeheni is awesome. What's the white one? Uh... Saram. Oh, that's Sram. Yeah, right. Yeah. So uh Rishkar is great. The yes. elf, right? Also awesome. Red. Um Kari Zev, who makes a little ragabond monkey. <laughs> so she's she's probably not the best, but she is insane in Perforos. Yeah. And that monkey's really adorable. So like I just like the fact that they made fair, good cards that plays yeah. to the strengths and the weaknesses of every deck, right? Yeah. Like Yeheni being a free sack outlet and a vampire, like mm -hmm. that's really well done. Um, again, Kari Zev chumping out a token every turn and having Menace, like getting in the red zone. Yep. Just a lot of good stuff going there. Yeah, no, I, I think you hit the nail on the head and it's still under five bucks. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it which hasn't gotten crazy expensive, which is great. So if you did want to make counter spell dot deck, deck. he would be the, the leader he's of a that. freaking two drop, right? Yeah. It's, it's absurd. Well, what's your uh, last one then? So the last one I want to talk about is another legendary card, which I'm also a huge fan of. Uh, Thassa. Yeah! Is it yeah! Yes! Get it. Okay, good. Well, again, there's like not that much to talk about in here. I mean, you could have talked about pull from tomorrow. Cage, cage sun. Cage sun. Extra uh, planar lens. I did. I actually, I did. Did see pull it tomorrow in here and that is which awesome. is hilarious yeah, considering we just talked we just about how we yeah. never this see is, it this is probably the two decks in our entire play yeah. that run it um but yeah thassa is great so two colors and a blue for a legendary enchantment creature god the og variety um she's indestructible five five uh as long as your devotion to blue is less than five she is not a creature at the beginning of your upkeep scry one yeah which is gr insane and and that's why i have her in yeah. here three mana indestructible enchantment scry one every turn yeah, All and like we it. talked about, like you like you have the brainstorms, consecrated sphinx, yep. like you have ways to like cycle through your deck. Um, but her other ability is also not irrelevant. It's not also non-trivial. Mm -hmm. So colorless and a blue, target creature you control can't be blocked this turn. So eventually you're gonna pull some giant monster, Avicen, or Blightsteel, or some other horrible, unspeakable Eldritch Horror, <laughs> right? Um, maybe uh Ulamog or something like those lines. And like that is the 
one of the main ways you're going to win with this deck, right? Correct. So, being, so even though I'm taking your big fatty and, and, and using giving it them unblockable, right? Yep. And like just this effect is really good. Like his rogue's passage is four, mm -hmm. so getting it for two on top of a creature who in and Thassa turns out to be an amazing blocker once you get her online. Yep. Um, I kind of I had a couple of copies of her floating away, and I think I traded one away. Um, and I cut it from decks, and then I like I don't know what I was thinking, but it's insanely good. Yeah. Well, um, you know what's interesting is we're in the middle. I think. I mean, by the time this episode airs, I think it'll actually be release weekend for Theros Beyond Death. But and when we're recording this, they just spoiled the new Thassa, yeah. and she's also, she's also relevant. good. Yeah. Um, so be you know, a better a conjurer's closet. Yeah. <laughs> way to way to go, Wizards! I'm making yeah, Thassa a really good creature. Uh, but no, you're exactly right. Worst case scenario. Smero. Smero. That's staying in. <laughs> is that a new like dish at a Mexican restaurant? It is. It is. It's Mexican Indian. Smeros. Uh So worst case scenario, three mana, and I'm scrying every turn. Right. No one's gonna waste a return to dust no. and exile this. That'd be the Never. worst thing ever. The only way she's going anywhere is a cyclonic rift or some sort right. of bounce yeah, effect, mass or like a um, merciless or eviction or something like that. Yeah, right? that's yeah. the only way she's getting rid of. So three mana i'm scrying for the rest of the game that's good at, in its own um she occasionally can get devotion considering i'm stealing mostly everyone else's right. stuff that whether she's a but five her, five her and blocker cleaner get her three quarters away there or three fifths correct. Away there. correct uh but the two mana you're absolutely right that is a yeast yeah. effect all in its own because right. eventually you so you're gonna have to Just, play yeah. something relevant right whether <laughs> squee like finally plays his crater hoof behemoth well let me snatch that away right. Whether it is um, still waiting to play that, by the way. Or, so, or some <laughs> other, or like a worm coil engine. Yeah. Something like that, I, right? That's like, good. Let me make that unblockable. Right. Uh, she just gives you so much utility. Want to so. know where I really blew uh, building around her? Tiny leaders. She would be real good. <laughs> I don't even know the rules for tiny leaders. It's uh, it's not even worth. It's like everything, <laughs> everything. It's it's mini commander. Your deck's fifty cards, and uh, you can only have CMC three or less. Oh, well, she would have been. Yeah, she would have been amazing. I don't even remember who I had for my blue deck, but I know I had one because I was on a real <laughs> tiny leaders bender. You were. You always wanted to play it, and we always said no, no, because it's an, it's it's a fool's game. <laughs> Every time you say that, I think of small soldiers, and I can't get a. Oh yeah, out of my Tommy head. Lee Jones. Do you guys remember that video game on the PlayStation? The small soldier I do one. I do. Oh, okay, it's great. But I always want to play Simon Lee Jones because he had a gun. I, I do remember playing Lion King on Sega Genesis and never being able to beat it because it was so hard. Oh, it's hard. And oh, Aladdin. Th so the best so part hard. the best part about the Small Soldiers video game is it's taking place in the world that the Small Soldiers live in. Okay. Like, you know how it's like the aliens and then like the peaceful aliens and these like sure. military guys. So like it's taking place on like the alien world. You're not playing like humans defending against them. It's like in the canon of that story they made for that. Huh. Super weird. Super weird. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to move it right along. We're going to close out that grain bill and head over to the board Satan hot profile. Big Tuck kick it off uh, this and is, this is gonna be a lot more interesting yes uh, yes guaranteed um so we i don't think have talked about this one before um and i well actually no we did because you gave me a very nice copy of it which i still have um rajmir oh yeah cards freaking bonkers so, bananas yeah it's so it's so crazy so uh let me get organized here so mirajmir is a three drop artifact mm -hmm. yep three drop artifact um 
it's not a mythic, although it very well should be. Oh, absolutely. Two, color, two colorless. Mirage Mirror comes a copy of target artifact creature, enchantment, or land until end turn. It's like, it's so dumb. It's like, okay, worst case scenario, this turns into like a Gilded Lotus, right? Best case scenario, this turns into like Ulamog. No, worst case scenario is you turn it into one of your basic islands when oh. someone's about to board wipe. Board wipe uh, yeah, protection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best case scenario, I'm going to turn it into, I don't even what, know any, what. Anything, right? So I, this this card is crazy because it kind of cuts across everything, right? Like, it can be a grain when you want. I think that's why it's probably so good and so popular. And But five, it's only $2. Oh, it is. It used to be like 10 Oh, really? Um, yeah. So it can be a yeast if you want it, right? Because you can you can make it a copy of something awesome. Um, <clears throat> it could be a grain card because you can turn it into an artifact. Um, it could be a spice card. It could be a hop card. Um, I just really, I really like the design space around this too, right? Like I think it's really interesting. Um, so another like great kudos card. But again, in this deck, it's perfect because not only like you're not technically stealing it, but you're just like borrowing it sort of. Yeah. Right? So I think I just want to talk about it because... I don't know how many decks we have that's in, but it but should see, be more. That's, that's a conversation I was about to say. Should this be an EDH standard? It's only three mana. Yeah, and, and I think I think so. Um, if you're playing like one of those, if you're playing a seventy-five percent ish kind of deck, then yes, right. It's only in four percent of EDH decks. That's kind of crazy. And like, there's so many decks that run artifacts, and this is so much. Yeah. So, long story short, buy this now while it's two fifty, <laughs> uh, and play it in more decks, people. So, Mirage yeah. Mirror, it's rad. And the best last part, uh, it even has one of your commanders on it. Oh yeah, it does. It's Neheb. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. So, my first one. Uh, we're getting on the steel train. We're talking <laughs> Beguiler. Beguiler of Wills. Yeah. Uh, this is three colorless blue blue human uh -huh. wizard. Mythic. Uh, it's a one. That is a myth. It's like. It's a one. And it has an activated ability of tap. Gain control of target creature with power less than or equal to the number of creatures you control. So the thing I love about this card is usually when you get her out, you're only stealing something power two or three or less. Right. But then every turn cycle, it just gets bigger, bigger, and, bigger, and, bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And it doesn't require any mana. So if you mm -hmm. have her and Empress Galena, use Galena to steal something. Now she can steal something even bigger. Right. And then you just kind of do this like Rude Goldberg nonbo. I'm over here playing, uh, you know, little DJ Skittles. Uh, <laughs> and just, just, just stealing DJ everyone's Skittles. stuff. Uh, <laughs> and I like it because she is one of my few ways, if I don't have the other ways out there, to steal yeah. the non-legend creatures, which we talked about Worm Coil Engine. Mm. Super relevant non-legend creature. Uh, Blightsteel Colossus. Super sure. relevant non-legend creature. Anything, or like, uh, you know, Uvara Hellkite, like those yep. sort of things. Uh, the only thing I don't like is that she's five mana. Yeah, it's, it's a little a pricey. Lot, it's a little pricey for what she does. Right. But once you get the train going or protect her, well, man. And I think something that's really good about her, too, that's really important, is it's just gain control, right? It's not till end of turn. It's yep. not till she dies. Yep. It's just flat out gain control of it, um, which I think is a good ability. I'm sure there's times where you haven't really been able to get anything of note with her. Because it's too small and like people like, but again, stealing a Birds of Paradise, relevant, right? Yep. Like stealing a bear of something, like sure. an entertainment priest or something along those lines. Stealing someone's single rhino token? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'll take it. <laughs> so, um, no, I think it's really cool. There's another one called like Will Bender that does a similar thing. Okay. Where it's like if you target 
Anyways, we don't have to get into it. But like that, the problem with that card is when it dies, you lose all the things you have. Oh, so gotcha. Like, again, with this one, keeping that permanently is really, really valuable. Yeah. Uh, well, so what's your second one? So I this one's not a steel card, but I think it really works well in this deck, and I think it works well in a lot of decks that's not played in. So uh, Spell Swindle. Oh, so, yes. Yeah, three colorless, two blue for a counter spell, just counter target spell, no if, ands, or buts. But then you also create X colorless treasure token artifacts or X is that spells converted mana cost so again like i like it because it's still a counter spell but you're still stealing something out of it right mm -hmm. it's kind of like a higher cost mana drain which is also in here sure um treasure tokens is great this also is a pseudo yeast card because again like you don't have tons of ramp in these colors mm -hmm. so like anything you can get in drips and drabs is going to be good hopefully you try to get something where this at least will pay for itself um but again if it has if you have to counter you know a cyclonic triumph rift and you get two you know, or something like that yeah. right like so i actually was not that high on this card until um our, our old friend Mike Campbell oh, yeah, Mike played Mike. this in his Brutaclad deck, and <laughs> he would just save it and be like, uh, "Counter spell, I get ten treasures." Yeah, right. And it's just like, God, that's gross. Yeah, it's, oh, so it's so uh, brutal. And, and a lot of times, like we've talked about in a previous Action Four news, blue is that color to where you can just leave up mana. Yep. And it could be a counter spell. It could be a cyclonic rift. No one really knows. Right. But the thing that Big Tuck always talks about is you can't give in to terrorists. Mm. So you just have to play to it. Right. And if something happens, it happens. Exactly. Um. So yeah, spell swindle, great card. Five mana is a lot. It's a little. But, it's a little lot. But but you know, I think by the time you have this card in the game, you're probably in the I'm gonna hold up seven mana and make you think I have cyclonic right, yeah. rift anyways. And so people are just gonna have to play into it. But well, Spell swindling case, and, like, and expropriate just, feels pretty good. In worst case, you like scry it or throw it away, right? And it's like, yep. okay, I got other counter spells, but like, when, I think yep. when this card, this card's really interesting because I think when it shines, it shines extraordinarily bright. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, I don't. I've never. I've seen Davis play it a couple times. Um, I've never seen like a massive blowout besides Mike's deck. Uh, but I think this is really good. It's a dollar. Um, again, for if you're caring about tokens, if you're trying to find a way to ramp, if you're trying to find cheaper-ish counter spells that yep. do something, um, great, great pull. So, Absolutely. and again, it fits in because you're like stealing their life force. <laughs> there you go. Well, I'm actually gonna do my last card next because you just mentioned it. I, I I figured we should talk about Mana Drain. It's probably the only oh, deck sure. that we have that we're gonna talk <laughs> yeah, about I don't it. Have one. Uh, so this is a better counter spell, basically. Yeah, just, just straight, just straight, straight better, better outside of the price, which is it's, uh, a, little, a little pricey. Uh, so this is a double blue uh, instant that says counter target spell, period. At the beginning of your next main phase, add an amount of colorless to your mana pool equal to that spell's converted mana I like cost. how in this new judge promo they have to put that stupid diamond in. I know. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, counter spell, guys, is two blue, counter target spell, yeah. end. This is the same thing, just getting oodles of mana. Which is why I think the cheapest, the cheapest counter spell you can get is like the two, the two mana one is like couple bucks i'm guessing i think the cheapest oh, you no, can get of this is like that, 70 and change you can get the regular counter spell for under a dollar yeah i didn't you ask can. for your opinion squeeze <laughs> no your place i gave it to you anyway how uh, dare you yeah see. so cheapest manager rain is $90 and that's the reprint again that has yep. that stupid freaking diamond in it the also the old art on this is bizarre like I don't know. Oh, yeah. I can't tell. It's like squid things, but like I don't see any. I, I have one of those for my CEDH deck because I was able to get it on the cheap cheap. Really? I, think I had it for like 50 bucks. Whoa. At, yeah. At Magic Fest OKC. Um, but yeah, it, it looks like a weird squid lava. Right. There's nothing. Thing. There's not like at least counterspell. There's like 
things dissipating, yeah. which is funny because that's another counter spell. Suck it forth, those nerds. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah, uh, mana drain, if you got the money, is great. Uh, yeah. And also, coincidentally, if you're a scumbag, it's, it's, also, it's also quite good. As uh, the guys from CMDR Central would say, scumbags unite. <laughs> what is your last hot profile? Um, so this one you're probably going to laugh at because you probably won't. You, It's not a card I'd usually choose. But I think it's really good. Is, is it a scumbag card? Yeah. Back to basics. Yeah, yeah. I got that too. Because I'm a monster. Wait, is this your last one too? Yep. Yes. Yeah, you are a monster. Um, <laughs> back to basics. Two colors and a blue. Um, enchantment. Non-basic lands don't untap during the controller's untap step. But this is like, uh, we talked about this about... Before you finish that thought, quick pull... This is just meaner than Blood Moon. Oh, correct? without a doubt, right? Yeah. But like the reason, the reason why I personally like it is because I am also not like a scumbag like you, and I don't <laughs> run like fetches and shocks and Aberduels outside the one I have. Um, and a lot of the decks I have have predominantly basic lands. So for me, it's like okay, like. I kind of like it, right? There's one deck where you played Blood Moon and it completely shut off someone else, and I was yeah. like, "This is great." Like, <laughs> I don't see what the I don't see what the problem is, but I, like, so is this a scumbag card? Yes, ish. But again, it's just an enchantment, right? Yep. So it's like, but we talked about it. They're hard to remove. I agree. I know. I, with I agree. your non basics not being able to untap, because you got to think about it. This deck can play at sorcery speed, so I can do this during my turn once everyone's already tapped, right? Or I can just do it at instant speed. At the end of the previous person before me, once everyone has done all the tapping, and then it's going to be even harder to get rid of. Right, right, right. Um, and you know, I think I have two, three non-basic lands in the entire. Yeah, game. and that's and so like again, like I think why people get so frustrated with this card is because it's usually only played in mono blue. Yep. And in those mono decks, you don't need like piles of non-basics, Correct. right? Like they do the job so well. Yep. Um, and this is also why you can pay. Three cents for a Terramorphic Expanse instead of <laughs> twenty for Bloodstained Mire. So um, again, is this scumbag card? Yes. Is it removable? Also, yes. Do I hate it? A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. But I'm, I'm actually surprised it's only it. seven bucks. I I don't know. I was wondering about that too. Like it's been plummeting. I feel like it got spoiled or something. I don't know. But it used to be this printing. The printing before this, it was like. 40 or something absurd yeah. like that right and this is like this would be one of the cards that you're like digging through your a box yeah like house. i show it trending for four dollars and 75 cents like Weird. that's that's super cheap if you're running mono blue it should be in there yeah arguably two color that's arguably because I, I mean I, yeah. I think i think of my guild decks that i have blue in i maybe have six non-basics but the thing the deck. i don't like it as much in those because usually this is like a really good for a counterspell deck right or like this kind of deck okay where it's more like it does something, right? Like it, it lets you. It kind of gives you a little breathing room. Sure. But if you're playing in two colors, I don't know if you need that as badly. I mean, I should put this in my Azorius deck just because. Is I'm it a monster. not in there? No. Oh wow, that deck's the worst. But yeah, so <laughs> um, again, I know I'm not. I know I'm not helping my four or eight Twitter followers out there with this, but I do like this card. I think it's fine, and I think it really works in like every mono blue deck. Cool. Uh, well, that's going to wrap up, guys, uh, the hot profile and board state. Now we're going to head over to how this deck actually wins games with yeast. I'll start this off with... Is, a, it, a, le is it a legend? No. Oh, bummer. <laughs> I mean, I think I am talking about a legend for my next card, so we may match up. Boom, boom, boom. But this one is a nine-mana card. Should, in theory, win you the game. We're talking Clone Legion. Oh, yeah, this card's sweet. This is seven <laughs> colorless blue-blue, so we're talking expropriate it's mana. A, it's a mythic. It's a mythic. 
Sorcery for each creature. We gotta, get, we gotta get together. Yeah, we are. Combo. We're listening. Uh, uh, for each creature target it. player controls, create a token that's a copy of that creature. Few points. First thing, it just says each creature, not non-token creature. Correct. That's amazing. Yeah. So if I'm playing a Reese the Redeem deck and they have 97 GD elves, well, I'll just make 97 <laughs> yeah. GD elves right, myself. I'll, I'll also have 97. Uh, and then it's not until end of turn, like a lot of create copies Correct. of. Yeah, right. It's just have it. Uh huh. So you, you got you got to be smart about who you pick this to. This deck doesn't have ways to replicate instants and sorcery, so it's not like I can cast this, copy it, <laughs> it and have only, it. It can only replicate rights. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, uh, but uh, I think it's a great card. It's only a dollar. Yeah, which is kind of I mean, shocking. It's, it's, it's expensive. It's really expensive. But again, it's like I mean, expropriates not a dollar. <laughs> yeah. Well, expensive. I know that, but I'm saying um, it's. Uh, I think a lot of people point to, you know, we've talked about like the insurrections, the rise of the dark realms, yep. these sort of things. I think this is even more indicative of a winning. If you play this and you don't win, then like you're not playing it right. Or Correct. you shouldn't play it, period. You yep. know what I mean? Um, as opposed to like Rift, which doesn't outright you win the game. This yep. generally does, which I, which is why I personally like it quite a bit. Um, and again, you're just getting so much value out of anything. Um, the only thing that sucks is if you're playing a bunch of other, if you're playing a bunch of other like, mid-range sort of decks you might yeah. not, you might have that not have that many juicy targets but then sure. just stride away and put it away so i think it i think it works really well with the theme of the deck you know what we also didn't talk about what it doesn't say opponent just target player. oh yes correct so if i have stolen everything. a bunch of things <laughs> everything i'll just make copies of everything and have even more of everything yes now that i'm thinking about this i should really put this in my simic deck my oh, oh, advisors. That'd be yeah, so funny. That'd be awesome. <laughs> yes, I'm in. Oh, I, 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 how do we miss that one? I don't know. Fools. Fools. Right, now you can have 67 instead of 30 <laughs> in the deck. Uh, well, what is your first yeast one? I'm assuming she likes to steal things. Uh, we can talk about that one. Is that is that who you were talking about legend-wise? Maybe. Are, Are you ready? Three, two, one. Thought I had Inquisitor. There it is. I had to look it up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it, this is one of the ones. I'll t this is one of the ones I'm talking about. I'm guessing this is the one that you alluded to. Yep. Okay. Perfect. So this card is bonkers. Carlos Blue Blue, legendary creature, Murfolk Rogue, and it's a two-two. Not a mythic. Sorry. I, <laughs> I, I, I gotta get LASIK or something. Two-two. Um, Island Walk, Murfolk Rogue. When she deals combat damage to a player, search that player's library for an artifact card and exile it. Then that player shuffles his. Or her library until an attorney may play that card right so like like again if we're going to like the worst case scenario this isn't even like the worst well like the, the worst worst is like soaring right yeah and then like i think from there it goes like an artifact land yeah like a see the synod if you will wayfarer's bobble yeah that oh yeah no, no, that would that would feel pretty bad <laughs> but see here's the thing <laughs> but, that, I, but like the scale of it goes yeah. up to like and that's why i have it in the right. east because i feel like art artifacts being colorless right and even now, with the colored ones having really good stuff, you could potentially go get someone's Bolus of Citadel. Sure, yeah, yeah. And that's just bananas. Well, you wouldn't be able to play it, though, because you're on black. And it doesn't give you the mana reduction. Oh, it doesn't give you the mana, you're the right. mana cheese. Fair. To, okay, but like to your point, right? Like, Give me what, the points. I want to hear them. What are, like, here we go. <laughs> I am. I will make them. Um, also, I just realized I'm pretty sure I stole this from a house I Airbnb'd in this koozie <laughs> in uh, Burlington, Iowa. So sometimes I get a little, little sticky fingers. Uh, anyway, uh, so, but everything we've talked about is an artifact, right? Yep. Like, like up to this point, like the worm coils, blight steels, mirage mirror, these yep. sort of things, right? Bullet Citadel. So I more look at this as like, this is a way to get rid of the person's best artifact. And then if you can play it, that's nice. 
I have a story to give you with that. I literally did this at Magic Fest OKC. What? <laughs> playing against Ultra Budget Brews from EDH Rec. Really? Yep. I was playing this deck. Uh, he ha he was doing his Golos deck, oh, his Mace's End. Yeah. And so I just went in there and I took all of his ramp. I took every single ramp card. And then once I took all of his good ramp cards, I would just take something being like, I just don't want you to have yeah, this, and so, I'm not going to cast right, it. Like, so oh, I'm just leave it in exile. Uh, just leave it in exile. Yeah, right, right, right. So, and, and it, he was just getting so frustrated because no one else had island, so I couldn't hit anyone oh. else. So it was just like, <laughs> like I mean, I'm only hitting it for I two. Know, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, but like the thing, my crazy. hands are tied. <laughs> my hands are tied. Don't you see? Don't you get it? Um, so the thing I like about it too is that it's a a merfolk, which is relevant. B a rogue, which is actually shockingly relevant. Yep. A fair amount of cards. So like. Uh, Edric, you're welcome. Yeah. Right. Like uh, Talron, like we talked about, you're welcome. Kumena, this card just does Honestly, so much. I think she could almost pilot her own deck. I was. If I've you always, wanted to. I've always wondered about that. Or like worst case scenario. We so even we talked about like how Psy, like Master Thought, like they're blue for some reason. That's never been quite. There explained. are double the amount of decks of Thought of Adels than there are Empress Galena. No way, really. Yeah. There's a hundred. <laughs> Um, but like blue, like has a pretty strong artifact theme baked yeah. in, right? So I think that's why this deck or why this card goes into so many of those decks, right? Mm -hmm. Like, is this bad in Urza? No. no. Is this bad in Psy? No. Is yeah. this bad in uh, that freaking Arkham Dagson? Now I know this could be a stretch. I have my hands in the <laughs> I just, air. I just did my yoga. See. I did my yoga class this morning, so <laughs> I'm, I'm all I'm ready. Hit me. Um, couldn't this be a EDH standard? Just being, because since artifact ramp is so huge, I know that I play. I would if I had more copies of this, I'd play it in a lot more decks. Okay, for sure, for yeah. sure, right? Like, um, it's just something I've never really picked much up on. Sure, it's a, she's in Edric and does a lot of work in that deck. She's in more decks in the ninety nine than she is as a commander. That's over. She's in over three thousand decks. Wow, yeah. Versus a hundred pilot. I decks. think. I think so, especially in like, if you're like. If you're playing a mono blue deck, you should have this card in it. Yes. No. And, no, and no, if you care, no like she's a in like a ninja deck, she's also good because she's got utility, unblockable, right? Yeah. yeah. She's effectively got unblockable. Someone's gonna be playing an island, right? And, see, and that's the thing is, I don't think I've ever sat down at the table and no one's, no one's playing, playing blue. blue. And if, and you if do, it is, it's just like, oh my god! This, and you're like, this is the best deck. This is the best <laughs> game ever. <laughs> I can actually cast things. Yeah. This is actually going to end. What? <laughs> but yeah, uh, Thada Dell player. I think she's a buck or two, right? Yep. Is that what I'm seeing? So she's a really exciting card. Um, if you're playing Merfolk, if you're playing Edric, if you're playing Artifacts Runner, um, I don't think she's i don't there's never been a time where i played her and haven't been able to do anything correct right and, and, and like big tuck said the worst case scenario you're just getting a mana rock right best case scenario you're exiling someone's best artifact their best artifact right um and sometimes and i think we talked about this in a bruise and builds way way back where sometimes i will exile something from someone's library with the possibility to cast it and just not cast it. Right. Because my thought process is, even though this card is amazing, they could remove it and it could go to their graveyard and, and then, then they, they can have access. Back. Right, yeah. Leaving it in exile, like, it's just gone. Like a Gaunti Lord of Luxury situation, right? Yep. Where there's times where I played that and I'm like, I don't even like, I don't even like this card, but it's like, I know they do. Yeah. So, God. right here, yeah. <laughs> let's let's put that under the, the paper cutter. <laughs> so, well, uh, my last yeast card is also a steely card. And it could get kind of gross with the amount of mana I could produce in this. Is deck. it also legendary? It is. Yeah. Are we talking Mimnark? <laughs> 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 I 
Ferrari, you're dead. <laughs> this is what. So you know the story. I'm. I'm I, I know. Right? I know. I'm not a Vorthos nerd. Okay. I know nothing. So while we get into this, uh, so real quick, uh, Vorthos nodes are out there. Back me up on this. Comma. Suck it. So, uh, anyways, so Marari, as in like the Marari, Marari's waking all sure. that was like this thing. Was like an artifact that was super powerful, and Karn took it to Mirrodin right around the time he got like corrupted. Okay, I might be getting into a flavor on that card a little bit later. Mm. And he like turned Mirari into a sentient being. Okay, and it was Memnarch, but then he like went insane with power and became like Karn like made a horrible enemy with it. Oh, so, yeah. So That's Memnarch, cool. Memnarch is, is Mirari. Mirari. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways. Yeah. So, Menarch, seven colorless, legendary artifact creature wizard. Uh, It has, it's a four five, which is irrelevant. (laughs) Might as well be blank. (laughs) Uh, It has two activated abilities. And the great thing is, neither of them require tapping. Neither of them require tapping, which is so dumb. So, it's a colorless blue blue. Target permanent becomes an artifact in addition to its other types. Just. Period. Not till end of turn. Just yeah. an artifact Which is forever. Great when you think like someone's like got a disc or something like that. You're like not anymore. Or like I'm sorry, they have some sort of like mass artifact removal, a vandal blast, for example. Oh, yeah. And you're like, all right, well, I'm gonna it. turn all your lands yeah. into artifacts. <laughs> yeah. How I'm do you a like, monster. How do you, how do you like it now? Uh, and then it has a second one that's three colorless blue. Gain control of target artifact. Yeah. So for seven mana, you can take anything. Yes. Right. But like what? Like it's again. It's just like we've been talking about. What are the best? What are like some of the best cards played in Commander? Artifacts. Yep. So now you're paying four to steal them. It's like at will. Yeah. Right. I'll do that all day long. Yeah. <laughs> but then once again, this also feeds into you need more ways to steal non legends. Yeah. Right. So now for seven mana. You can go steal those non-legends. And I know Big Tuck won't talk about it. Of course, I do the Grim Monolith Power Artifact. Because you're scum. Yes, I am. Uh, We'll we'll, we'll get into it. (laughs) So creating that infinite colorless mana, now you're basically paying three blue to take anything Anything you you want. want. Uh, And this card is sitting at $7.50. Uh, and how much would you like to bet that there is probably way more Memnarch decks than there are Empress Galena I've and seen, Thought I've Adele? actually seen two in the wild. I've never seen an Empress 286 of them. Yes. <laughs> so wait, that's double the amount of Thought Adele. Almost triple. Which is double the amount of the Empress Galena. Okay. <laughs> so Empress Galena is the bottom of the I like, bottom. And I, I, the best part is a 4-5 is not also not irrelevant, right? Correct. This eats rhinos. This eats beast tokens. Like, like oh, everything we're going to relate to now yeah, is eating rhinos. But like, that's like, if we're talking, it used to just be like, oh yeah, it's just a 2-2 zombie, right? But yeah. now with the amount of gear reds, I mean, freaking that new guy just bought one on Saturday. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? So, um, it eats those things. Uh, again, seven mana, take anything is an insane rate, so right? Good. Yeah. So, um, Memnarch is amazing, and you should feel bad because he's also a terrible degenerate card. So. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Big Tuck, what is your last yeast so card? So, we've talked about this one before, and this card, again, is criminally underplayed. Reigns of Power. Oh, yeah. Two colorless, two blue, instant. Untap all creatures you control and all creature targets opponents controls. You uh, That opponent each gain control of all creatures that, that the other controls until end of turn. I gotta start wearing my glasses, man. <laughs> hey! Uh, what is it? Rabble, rabble, rabble. So uh, then those creatures gain haste until end of turn. So I think one thing I love about this too is like there is probably times where you have like two creatures. Yep. Right? And you're just or like, no creatures. <laughs> right. And like this, <laughs> this effectively just turns into a clone legion. Yep. And you can blow someone out. We ta- I mean, we've talked about this at length before, so I don't need to get into it. But like it's a great offensive card. It's a great defensive card. Yep. You can generate some blockers if you're getting attacked. Like, And you know the thing I love about it is usually when you steal someone's creatures until end of turn, they'll be like, if they have some way to do it, like I've seen... 
Um, just because, and I hate that I keep relating to this, but I just recently played him, uh, Squee. <laughs> he has that enchantment that you like tap a creature, an untapped creature you control. Oh, uh, glare tap. of subduel. There we go. Yeah, so yeah. usually something like where I'm going to steal all of his stuff. He's like, well. F you, I'll scumbag. Just tap, I'll, just tap, I'll tap all my yeah, stuff yeah, in right. response, but then Reigns of Power resolves and I just untap it yeah, anyways. Right. So there's no way that your opponents can spite tap all Correct. the stuff right. so you can't use and it. And it's bonkers. It's a couple bucks, um, buck 50. I think this card's really, it's also really speed. good. Yeah, that's and that's the nuts part too, right? Like Clone Legion, not instant speed. Insurrection, not instant speed. Yep. This effectively can turn into an insurrection if you're playing against someone fresh off a of board white. Heck, you could be playing your Perforos deck and about to Cranko for like 10 or 20 goblins. Yeah, for sure. And be like, oh, I don't, don't want to do that. Four mana saved my life. Right, exactly. Yeah, and so like, I don't, I think this card, like I know when I first started reading this card, it seemed like a little underwhelming to me, but like, it's so useful. It's got so many. It's got so many different situations where, like, this is a card. This is like this is generally a card that like I would like go tutor for, right? Sure. It's like because this is gonna this is gonna either gonna save your ass in a pinch, yep. or it's gonna like win you the game outright. And right? aren't you happy? I only got one tutor in here. I know it's uh, the miss of the mystical, mystical variety, type, yeah. yeah. Which used to be like super cheap and it's starting to cop up there. But anyway, um, this isn't this isn't Ooh, the tutor hour. Although Damn. we could have that, yeah. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I just, Reigns of Power is awesome. And again, it's a great card, fits in the theme of the deck. Perfect. Yep. Perfect, and then perfect, perfect. I, I do want to just give a special shout out to a card. So if you are interested in building an Empress Galena deck, Leyline of Singularity yes. is one that you have to have That's in the deck. That's uh, uh, all things are legendary. All things are yeah, legendary. Right. So base, but uh, non-land permanents are legendary because uh, that would suck if your lands became <laughs> legendary. But even think about that, like the other lands that are good are also legendary lands, yeah, right? That's so, true. Like, uh, but it's basically an enchantment for two colorless blue blue and if it's in your opening hand you can just play, play it, start yeah. the game with it and play and all non-land permanents are legendary so Empress Galena can steal everything. It's only $2 so really if you wanted to build an Empress Galena deck and kind of be part of a group that I would like to call the nomads. The scum. The scum. Well, there's only 50 of us out there. <laughs> <laughs> We're a very small group of scum. Um, but you, you could have scum tribal. You could definitely build this deck on the cheap cheap. Oh, if yeah. You really sure. wanted to. Because a lot of the good steel stuff cards are very expensive casting cost wise. Mm. We're going to talk about cutting some of those later. <laughs> um, and you don't have to play, you know, even bribery is, I think, in my opinion, one of the best steel cards I in agree. existence. Yes. It's under 20 bucks. Yeah, right. So uh, just wanted build, to give a shout build, out to you that. You can build a playable good version of this for $200. $200, you think? Yeah, I th I feel like you could build you could build one for 100 Uh <laughs> I think you could build a good competitive, not like CEDH, but like sure. something that'll win you games and do what you want for 200 bucks. Yeah, something that you wouldn't go to your LGS and just yeah, be right. like, land, pass. So, totally. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up the East Package, guys. Now we're going to kind of close out this deck and everything that entails in it with the spice. Uh, Big Tuck, start us off. So mine's a sea beast, but guessing on what you talked about earlier, are you talking about your backup commander? Yeah. Okay, good. I'm not talking about him. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, Stormtide Leviathan. Funny story about this. He it's a wasn't blowout. Even, he wasn't even in this deck to start. Really? The only reason he got in here is I forgot... When our friend Mike started getting into magic, he actually refused and said it was stupid. And I said, this hey. card. Yeah. So I actually built him a um, Grand Arbiter Augustine deck, oh, yeah, but it wasn't that. a stacks deck. It was just reduced white blue right, right, right. kind of control. But I had this in the deck and uh, eventually he was like, hey, do you like because he had had he had already built several yeah. decks and he just said, do you want this card back? It's really expensive. And 
Storm in my drain? head, yeah. In my head, I was like, oh, I didn't know it was worth any money. Sure, I'll take oh, it back yeah. and put it in here. And then I put it in, it's like 50 cents. Yeah, right. No, it's, it's, not, it's not worth anything. <laughs> um, five colorless, three blue for an 8-8 eight, eight island walk leviathan. Um, all lands are islands in addition to their other type. Rad. Creatures without flying or island walk can't attack. I think this, I think this, and what was the other one we were talking about earlier? Like this and back to basics. Every blue deck. Yeah. Like, I, any mono blue deck, this will help. Right? Like, I actually I, think I'm cutting this card. Are you serious? Yeah. Why? It's so good. I got I got a bet I got better cards. So here's the thing. It's eight mana and it doesn't win you the game. True. Yeah. And an arm well, meta. There's this, enough- especially in this deck, because you're not really getting the red zone with like you have other ways and the creatures that you're stealing are probably gonna be utility enough or have their own evasion. Yeah. We're like that. The fact that you can swing out with them is kind of irrelevant. And he doesn't even protect himself. Sure. So, okay, sure. Three mana murder, one mana path to exile, gone. But again, like that, but like, again, that's like another, that's budget, another. Budget, yes. I think it should be yes. every budget, budget blue yes. deck because only 50 cents. Like, I have this in my Sphinx deck because then I'm the only person who can attack and I have a shitload of blockers sure. in the Sphinxes because they all have flying, right? Sure. Um, but again, yeah, it is expensive. It doesn't really win you the game. This would actually work really well in Psy because of all the Thopters. See, but yeah, but but it's it's not in like Urza, it's a, no, no, probably not. Yeah, Tall Rand it would work because your Drake's your Drake's line. But then you think about like a Teferi deck, you wouldn't put it in no, Teferi yeah, deck. I don't. Well, I see. I don't know though because it also prevents you getting from attacked. Right? Like this is also like an eight mana propaganda effectively. Yeah. Unless you're playing, unless you're playing like an angel deck or something. Yeah. So I'm hot on this card. I like it a lot. Um, I've run it in decks and it's just done nothing but work for me. So sure. it's kind of like, I kind of equate it to like a little bit like a sandworm convergence. It's expensive. Doesn't really win you the game. Ugh, but sandworm, you're getting a five, you're five every token, turn. Yeah. I'm not saying it's better. I'm not saying it's better, but I'm saying it's like in the same kind of line yeah. of like when you would play it, what it does to the board state, that sort of thing. So all right. So I'm talking about then if you're on, if you're balling on a budget, like big tuck, Big tuck ball and budget hashtag <laughs> uh, run this card. So All right, anyway. that's fair. Uh, so the card I wanted to talk about is, was the OG commander mm. of this deck. Kira great, great glass spinner. So this is a colorless blue, blue legendary creature spirit. Um, and because I've been doing this with all the legends. Oh, you're seeing how many decks are in it. Yep. Let's Probably see. A few, I would imagine 26. Wow. Wow. So she is the only one that has less than Empress Kalina. Uh, and for very good reason, which is why I didn't build her. Um, so she has flying, not relevant. Um, and it has a paragraph of text. Yeah. Creatures you control have, in quotations, uh, whenever this creature becomes the target of a spell or ability for the first time in a turn, counter that spell or ability. Right. It's basically sh- one-time shroud for all my creatures each turn which I love this card because it basically means that your opponents have to do double targets to get rid of anything. So I have Empress Kalina. I steal your best thing. Well, I don't want you to keep stealing my stuff. So I'm going to path to exile, then murder. Right. So yeah, I just make right, you burn right, right. two removal spells. I'm all for that. Um, and mo- if you're smart, you'll target Kira twice. So that way it gets rid of the yeah, global right, effect. Exactly. Uh, but ideally, you're playing her late enough to where you have enough pieces and it's like, oh, God, what right, do I yeah. even do at this point? But it does become a negative for even myself when I want to target my own things. Oh, sure. Yeah. I got to do, do it, it twice. twice. So we talked about Thassa got to see. Oh. I'm going to have to pay four mana to make that creature sure. unblockable. But I think it's I think that's like worth it still. For oh, no, it's card, still right? worth yeah. it. You just have to be aware of that drawback. Also, this card is $13. Yeah. Ugh. I think it's only been printed once. Yeah. Well, maybe twice. I think it was once in Kamigawa and once in Modern Masters. Uh, yes. The OG Modern Masters. Yep. 
because it's under ten bucks for so that one. So the best one, the best version of this I've seen is uh, not friend of the show, but my friend uh, Jeremy Podzinski, who writes uh, he writes on EDH Trek about like the he's great about like oh, Mindbender. What was it in the Mindbender series? Yeah, 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 yeah. So he has a mono blue deck that's only creatures. <laughs> Really? Yes, it's awesome. Who's the commander? Her. Really? Yeah, I, I want to play. That sounds it's great. All creature. That's so weird. It's a really fun deck. Uh, you should check out his series. And if you're in Chicago, hit him up because he's uh, the leader of the league. But yeah, six. It's like 65 creatures in a blue deck, or like That's 62. So funny. And this is the leader. So yeah, uh, good card. Great card. Um, Unless you're like targeting your own stuff. Yeah, and, and the reason game. it's in spice in here is because it doesn't fit any of the theme of right. the deck. It's just a global protection. Well, and again, like people are going to try to get rid of uh, Empress Galena on site, right? So yeah. you play this turn three, play her turn four or five, and you're yeah. like, you already got like a pseudo baked in protection on yeah. it, right? Yeah. And it's like, well, you're only getting rid of it if you do a board wipe. Right. So. And then again, like back to your point, it's like, do you want to burn? Do you want to burn two spells on Galena just to have to burn another two spells? Next turn, or do right? you want to burn a board wipe just to get rid of, right, of me two, stealing of two creatures? Yeah, yeah. So uh, no, I I really like the card. It really, really I, makes you think. It really does. Uh, and I and I wanted to find a home for it because I actually bought the foil of this. Oh no, I think I have the foil of it um, in the deck. I, I didn't mark it in the uh, tapped out, but I think I bought it. Being like, okay, I'm gonna build the deck, and then I started trying to do it. And I'm like, this is hot trash. Gotta, gotta pivot. So, all right, well, that's gonna wrap up the uh, deck tech, guys. Now we're gonna head over to the bottle capping. There's gonna be big tux and I's recommendations that are under five dollars, under fifty bucks, and a personal recommendation. The only restriction is no mana only lands. Uh, I so will. I have a quick service announcement. Okay, it's an honorable mention because it should be in every mono blue deck. Okay, leyline of anticipation question mark. Yeah, I know you already have Gold Duck and Orrery. So yeah. if it was me, I would just cut that and play Leyline because it's better. No. How do you figure? Because you can play Leyline for free and it costs the same. And then you can put that Gold Duck and Orrery in a card that doesn't have access to blue or in a deck. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I have an extra anticipation, though. Oh, you don't? I, I don't have one so. if you need well, to like join five. this trade block. So, um, But I think that, like we talked about, this deck wants to do things on other people's turns. It wants to do things okay. at speed. Leyline would be great in this. I just didn't want to have to cut a card for it and have to go through that whole explaining it and all that shit. So <laughs> fair enough. Uh, so my under five is I'm cutting your Stormtide Leviathan. All right. Uh, for a better card that we have actually talked about on a previous cast, we're talking Agent of Treachery. Oh yes, 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 yes. It, you see what I mean? It's just yep. way better. It fits the theme. So Agent of Treachery, guys, is five colorless blue blue creature you human love rogue. This card. Two three. <laughs> you, well, first you've thing, talked about this like this is like I your know. fourth or fifth. Talked about <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, I'm hot on it. Are you the reason it's two dollars instead of like probably? 50 cents? <laughs> uh, no, it wrecks in standard. Does oh it? My God, <laughs> yeah. There's a um, oh, what's what's green, black, blue? Simic. Sim. No, no. Um, it's your soul tie. There's a soul tie deck on on arena. Uh, that I've seen a lot to where they end up bending the treachery and are able to bring it back out of the yard for like next to nothing. Oof. And then they end up stealing stuff and then they throw it back in the graveyard, do it, do again, it again. And yeah. then they play Yarok and then they're doing things twice and it's disgusting. Oh, it's gross. Uh, <laughs> anyways, hey, before I get into all of its effects, it's lowering my curve going from yes. eight to seven, which is nice. Um, and it has a bunch of different effects. Uh, when Agent of Treachery enters the battlefield, gain control of target permanent. What does this deck yeah. want to do? Flat. Steal stuff. Yep. Literally, Again, the not till end of turn, not till it dies. Yep. Just seven just mana, steal. and I'm gonna it's take just that. permanent, yep. which is great. Uh, then the next thing, which will be relevant yes. at the beginning of your end step, if you control three or more permanents you don't own, draw three cards. 
if I'm playing this deck right, I should own at least yeah, three right. things that I didn't start with. Uh, so I'm going to be drawing three cards, which right. that's what Blue wants to do. How is this not in here? Just never made uh, the I, cut or what? I, I built the deck before this came uh, out. Gotcha. This, this just came out over the summer. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, so yeah. I, I really haven't done a whole lot of tweaks mm -hmm. outside of when Paradox Engine got banned, putting in Force and Negation. Oh, yeah. Which, I mean, I guess I could have just put an Agent of Treachery over Force and Negation, but hey, I like Counter Magic. So, <laughs> so, so you don't have to pay for it. Yeah. And so right now it's sitting at a couple dollars. Um, it's going to go down in a year. Yeah. Right. This and, is going to be a 50 cent rare. It's something I think I'm going to start trying to do unless I really just have an attachment. Is this buy to more Agent of Treachery and <laughs> still. <laughs> but I think when I start looking at my Spice cards in either of our decks or our guest decks, when I'm looking at cuts, I'm actually going to try to more cut spice stuff for hops, grain, yeast. Try to make the deck more streamlined yeah. to, to fit. Unless it's just funny. Like in my Karametra deck, having Altar of the, the Brood. Brood. Yeah. That just fits because I, I just, just in the last two weeks, I've milled out like six people really? with that deck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it works, even though it doesn't sure, fit the yeah, theme yeah. of the deck. But something like Stormtide Leviathan literally doesn't fit anything of the deck other than it's mono blue. Sure. That's it. Yeah. So fair enough. Yep. Um, so I, on my first one, I, I was also shocked that this was in here and I also might've had a few barley pops when I was looking through this deck list. So I woke up this morning and was like, oh, I better double check that before I go in there. Um, so I am also going to cut a, uh, a spice card. So I'm going to cut gather specimens. Yep. So three colorless, triple blue. If a creature would come into play under an opponent's control this turn, it comes into play under your control instead. So I'm cutting this for my under 50 as well. Okay. Literally, I put this in here because when I built this deck, friend of the group, Mike, was still in our play group and he had Brago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so this is just an instant like, oh, you're going to blink or everything. Or like this freaking uh, tall or uh, Brutaclad deck too. Like you're going to make 100 tokens. Not anymore. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so so that, that was the only reason. <laughs> but, but I have never seen this card work. I, it's so like. If this was if this was like five mana, you're like, okay, that's worth it. Yeah. Right. But like you have to like sequence it right. I don't know. I like I and you would think I'd want to keep it because we do have our producer yeah, who likes to create sure. a billion tokens. Right. But like this one card for this does, one situation. Right. No. And like it's tough to sequence. I don't know. I just don't and like as soon as you play it, you that person, if they're generating tokens, they'll just stop. Yeah. Right. And you're like, okay, have these three, pass turn. Yeah. And then you're like, all right, great. Like Awesome. You know? so <laughs> Thumbs I'm gonna, up. Yeah, I'm going to cut it for uh, a card that we have talked about several times before. And a uh, friend of the show, Tice. Hello. Uh, <laughs> here we go. Uh, <laughs> I actually have one here for you. So I'll let you read it out loud. It's my last <laughs> one, unfortunately. It's not trying for the hordes. <laughs> uh, this is Corrupted Conscience. Yes. Three colorless blue blue enchant creature. You control enchanted creature. Enchanted creature has infect. How is that not in nice. How is that That's gross. I don't know. It's gross. I don't know I, how I, it's not I in here. I checked it like three times. <laughs> we talked about this card so many times over and over and over again. I was like, he has to have it. I, I like tried organizing it. I like put them all by names. I was like, this card is so good in here. Um, so obviously you're stealing things, right? It's like one more for control magic plus infect. Yeah. Who wouldn't want that in this kind of, in this kind of deck? I, I have nothing to say. That, that is absolutely right. No, that, that's and that's my last. That's my last one of the of the thing. How much is that card? Oh, like cents, I think. Really? I, I think so. Yeah. Let me look. Man, it up that's a good quick. card. Um, yeah, but it's super good. Um, again, this turns any of those bigger creatures we we're talking about even into like a way worse threat, right? Yeah. Like again, imagine like stealing. Imagine someone plays a 
worm coil engine again mm-hmm. just throw it out here and then you steal it and now you're like okay now i have a seven seven it's the same infect. card with infect right and death touch lifelink right and if you have your ley line of anticipation you could take it at the end of their turn and just get right in the red zone get in there so anyways i yeah. like it um yeah gather specimens i was it's just i don't think it does what you want it to I think it does. I just think it's so situational yes, correct. Yeah. that in a singleton format, it doesn't make sense. Correct. I yes. think if our format was a multiples of four, makes more sense because then I could have four copies. A guaranteed I'll probably have it at some point. Right. But the one in 99 well, chance like, that I draw it. Yeah. I mean, like, have Jesus. you ever drawn this card and been like, oh, thank God. Like, uh, no, nope. I win this. No, nope, not, not once. Yeah. Uh, right. Well, so I'm cutting that for my under $50. Okay. And the card that I'm going to recommend to add I'm actually on the fence on because it's very, um, very, uh, you know, not gonna work. But I'm not sure. So I'm hoping okay, you can convince it. me let's, otherwise. Let's talk about it. Royal Elemental. This is three colorless okay. trip blue, a flying three two elemental, and it has landfall. Whenever a yep. land enters the battlefield under my control, you may gain control of target creature for as long as you control Royal Elemental. So it's one of the f- only, I think conditional keep cards I have in the deck outside of these enchantments that if they remove the enchantment, they get the card back. But any of my steel stuff is usually permanent. This one is a temporary. I have no way to play multiple lands per turn. It's just, if I'm hitting my land drops, I'm stealing a creature a turn. But then it's It's also six bucks. I don't uh, know. It's $6. Holy shit. Um, I've seen that. So I've seen this card blow out games. Okay. I've also seen it like get ready to blow out game. Someone's like, not anymore. And then sure. Path to Exile or whatever, yep. right? So, and then they're like, oh, all right. Well, everyone just got, this, <laughs> everyone just got their things back. Yeah. Um, I think it fits on the theme of the deck. You also have your Greaves and the Glass Spinner sort of things. Sure. So I think that would help. I I basically look at this as I'm paying six mana. I get a three, two. Right. I'm, I, oh, if I sequence it right, I'm going to steal a creature. The turn it comes the turn out. comes out. But then every creature I steal afterwards, I'm not. I'm literally paying nothing for it. So I think this. So I think it's this two mana worse control magic. I think that this will play nicely into a card I have later. Okay, actually, which I can actually talk about now. Yeah, let's okay, let's cool. do it. So um, which are under fifty cut? Uh, I think all these are under fifty. So I'm cutting Grim Monolith because you're, you're a degenerate and it's a stupid card in I'm, here. I'm not no, cutting it. For no reason. It's I know not you're not, happening. but it's but it's. But if should. you're cutting that, you're gonna cut Power Artifact then yes, too, of right? Okay, absolutely. Um, because they have no place in this deck. They're not on theme. Yes, they it's do. Just your, it's just your degenerate win con that you can make infinite mana of on two cards and, and, then, and I could and then lap yourself. Yeah, yeah, but like, what's that to do with controlling other people's things? Nothing, but I need yes, a way to win the I game. Know. It's called stealing other people's things and taking it. Boo. So okay, so um, what would be great? One thing that re- one thing that um, blue. So I'm actually in the process of building a steel creature deck as well for my 45th. So um, <laughs> one thing that blue really lacks is like pseudo sacrifice outlets. Okay. Right. So like royal elemental, I think one of the best things in it is when you can steal something and then like get rid of it. Right. Sure. Like sack it remove from game so i'm thinking helm of possession so this is an old og from tempest it's sitting right at 350 um so four colors for an artifact you may choose not to untap helm of possession during your untap step okay two tap sack a creature gain control of target creature for as long as you control helm of possession and helm of possession remains tapped so it's kind of like a vandelkin shackles sort of thing but yeah. here's the thing it's like if you steal someone's commander or steal something that's a monster creatures of theirs, right? So you do that with Galena, then you tap it, sack it to this, it's gone. Then you get something else. 
Then next turn, you can untap it, keep doing that thing, and it kind of turns into like a, a free stack outlet for you. I mean, the fact that you it's kind of a one time thing is kind of rough, right? Yeah. You have no other way to stack it. But again, like I think this with like a royal elemental, right? You steal someone's you steal someone's creature, then you immediately sacrifice it, steal another one, let that play out. And again, it's like, but it's, then as soon as this untaps, they gain control of that yeah, creature. Yeah, you don't need back. to untap it. True, but then you, it's but, like it's like but then, you're, but then you're losing the sacrifice piece of it, right? But if you steal someone else's big thing, they're probably not gonna let that happen, right? So they could burn a removal spell for it. Then you untap, steal another thing, sack it. I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? This card's I'm, awesome. I'm not a fan. What? I'm not a fan. You're a, you're a fool. You're a I'm not a you're fan. A beautiful fool. It's in zero percent of decks. Of what? Period. Yeah. Wait, what? It's in such a small number of decks on EDH rec, it shows 0%. Well, everyone out there is an know, idiot. Good. This card, 700 this, decks. This, this, it's in 700 decks out of 247,000 decks. Mount, sounds like I need to know those 700 people by the sounds of it. <laughs> so I just I just thought this would be another good steal effect. It's another Vendelkin Shackles, right? You can sack things to it. Yeah, I just don't like the fact that I'm spending a couple mana. Sure, I could sack something that I steal. Cool. Right. But then I'm stealing something, and then when I want to do the sack thing again, I basically just wasted that two mana. Oh, you don't need to. If you steal something that's big enough, it just helps you win the game. But then I have so many other ways to just steal stuff. Right, this that's is another irrelevant. one. Eh, nah. I'm, tell I'm telling you. I'm telling you. No! I'm fine. All right. So uh, my last one for the personal recommendation is I am going to cut. Uh, I'm going to be cutting Lay Claim. It's really expensive. Yeah. So lay claim, guys. If you are not familiar with it, it's a uh, five. I got Thank, it right here. Okay. It's five colorless, two blue for an enchantment aura. Enchant permanent. You control enchanted permanent, and then it also cycles itself. Yeah. The cycling would be nice because blue does like to draw cards, but seven mana steel. It's a lot. It's a lot. So I thought for seven mana, why not we just increase that by two mana <laughs> and do expropriate. Oh, God. Because it fits the deck. Boo. So expropriate seven colorless Boo. blue blue Boo. to sorcery. It says Council's Dilemma. Everyone votes You are also the money. cause of this card being $40 or whatever. It I'm is. not Josh Lee Quiet. <laughs> I don't influence the cost of cards. I, it seems like it. Because he single-handedly has made Veldek and Ori so expensive. Yeah, because you guys are all idiots. It's not that good. Yes, it is. Uh, no, Leyline's better. We talked about this. Expropriate, I whatever. Well, hold on. So Council's Dilemma. You vote timer money. And yes, I'm doing this off of memory because I know this card that well. Ugh. Uh Basically, if for each person, starting with you, you vote it. If you vote time, you get an extra turn. If you vote money, you steal one of their permanents. So it does exactly what the deck wants to do, stealing permanents. It's not for some extra turn. I have no extra turns in this deck. Why? Why are it's you just, thumbs it's down? It's just not it? fun. It's just a stupid card. Like you can put all, this in all steel what, cards are stupid. What mono blue deck does not benefit from having this in it, right? You could say the same thing about Leyline of Anticipation. Right. That's why I'm not having that's why we're not talking about it right now. That's why I intentionally didn't put it in the You could say the same thing about Counterspell. Right. And we're also not talking about it. <laughs> you could say the same thing about uh Mana Drain, uh, which you did talk about and I didn't intentionally. Uh, I, no, I was gonna say spell swindle. Every blue deck benefits from that. Sort of, but not Brainstorm, that, you talked about it. This does. I mean, here's the thing. You can't get upset because something is a blue standard, even though even if it is a blue standard. This deck wants to steal, and that specifically is stealing. So you're going to steal three for nine and take an extra turn. Yeah. But I, then I would get to tap Galena for two, steal right. something. That extra turn, I'm able to steal something again. It just enables me to steal more. You just have a boner for this card. You're just going to slam it into every deck you possibly can. <laughs> I have a boner Am for I, Agent of Treachery. <laughs> yes. This is like, these cuts will all just been cards you like. <laughs> Anyways, what's your personal Ooh, recommendation? Okay, so uh, cute. Cutting, up again. yep, we get it. 
Gunpowder artifact because you're because you're an admitted scum. Um, this card we talked a lot about. Again, what do you like to steal? Things. And what do we talk? What are powerful things? Planeswalkers. Well, yes, but other powerful things that we've literally talked about 100 times on this podcast. Enchant worlds. Damn it. Gordon <laughs> Crossroads is good. Um, so I will give you that. Uh, Mass hysteria also for those people playing the home game. Buy it. Um, okay, so acquire. Okay. This card oh, is yeah. amazing. I, I don't know why I don't have it. Yeah, here. right? I was like, again, this is another thing where it's like, wait, what am I doing? I looked through yeah. it like five times. I was like, what? Yeah. So three colors, two blue, and it's just bribery for... Uh, it's artifacts. It's just bribery right. for artifacts. Yeah. Yep. Search an opponent's library for an artifact card and put it onto the battlefield under your control. That player shoves the library. Yep. It's two bucks and seventy four cents. That's crazy cheap. Yeah, to me it really for is. How good it is. But the good news, even for you, the collector type, there's one that's uh, an IDW Comics that's six fifty. So Ooh. you can pay up for that. And I believe that's Dak Faden on it, who would be great in this deck. But you're not running red, so there you have there it. There you go. Um, yeah, no, I think Acquire's really good. No, I'm never. I have zero argument for there's, this. There's never been a time where I've like had that in hand. I'm like, this is gonna do anything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess it could be like super late game. Yeah. And it's just like. Oh, like what? May, am I gonna get yeah. like their swift food boots that right, they haven't right. gotten but yet? This, like this is also the way to get like the bullets of citadels of the world too, right? Yeah, and those things that you can't cast with that and these That's other very sort of true. things. So yeah, I think acquire is kind of nuts, borderline super nuts. Um, I do love super nuts. I, I don't I, I, believe me. I know you're a fan. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, cut out that BS infinite combo that you have in here for no reason, uh, and then put it in, feeds into two cards for me to draw the deck, and then feed into Lab Man. To well, win. I was also gonna say you could cut Lab Man for the new Jace, which I think we've all agreed is just better. Uh, I don't know if it's better because Planeswalkers. I feel I don't know. There's so much removal now with Planeswalkers. But there's the same thing with removals with Lab Man's, and yeah. he dra- and he actually. So the problem the problem with Lab Man is if you don't if you draw him, he's like a dead draw unless you have the other stuff, right? Sure. Whereas Jace, you can at least like go through your library a little bit. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and, and I actually have that Jace sitting in the box because oh. I've been trying to figure out what to cut for it. Easy Lab Man. <laughs> Eh. Plus, you can still do, you can still do the rigmarole of drawing yourself out with the writer replication Sphinx, those sort of stuff. So yeah. I'm just saying, uh, Choir is really good in this deck, and you should feel bad for not playing it. <laughs> well, that's it. That's all I got. All right. Well, before we uh, kind of wrap up this cast, any last thoughts on Empress? Uh, wait, hold on. Uh, so before we close out this cast, you have any last thoughts on sharing is caring? Brought to you by Empress Galena. Um. Yeah, no, not much. I think we covered a lot of it. I actually like I actually like this deck quite a lot. It's I will say it's ex, extremely frustrating to play against. <laughs> um, but outside of the nonsense, outside of the nonsensical infinite combo, which we've talked about, um, I think it's well designed. I, I think it's a fun play thing. I love the idea. Ever since we started talking with um, Jason Alt, mm-hmm. ever since we talked with him, I really like the idea of like playing around what you're opponents play sure um and it kind of and again like the back to basics in this deck um it this deck really punishes you for playing like expensive an expensive deck right that's like hinges on a few cards sure so um i like that i like i said i think it's a fun design space um enjoy the corrupted crunches i guess yeah i'm excited for it you know the one thing that we didn't talk about that this deck probably needs is a north sets reversal oh god yeah that would be filthy like it's still i'm stealing your spell do you have a counter spell in here? Yeah. This basic? I would almost, to be honest, just I would almost that. just cut that for Narsets, right? Yeah. Like, Cause like, I'm, I'm getting a copy of your spell 
Because I don't really have a way to interact with spells other than countering them. Man, right. that'd be really good in here. Yeah. Ooh. Do you have one? Uh, maybe. Because they came out can, in war, right? Maybe. Uh, yeah. If, yeah. And that was an uncommon. No, it was a rare. Oh, it was a rare. Oh, I probably don't have one. Well, I but got, I do have 18 packs of war but, sitting and, at home. And I was going to say, I bet level one gaming where we're going to tonight might. Probably has one. Might trade you. You might be able to exchange paper money for a paper card <laughs> what about digital money for ah, a paper card you got hey that's between you that's between you them and god my friend <laughs> uh but no you know this is one of my favorite monocolor decks sure if i had to rank them i would actually probably go shirai mono black for sure uh and then it's actually a tie between sram my mono white vehicles and this um it's it's a lot of fun it's yeah. just different than what blue likes to do i agree outside of the counter package right yeah. but other than your buddy that apparently made a 65 creature mono blue deck, you, you, if you play blue or mono blue, you have yeah, to have like, counters. I mean, I've like counters. I've, I've the same amount of counters in my blue mono blue deck, which, which does something completely different. Yeah. Right. That's just what blue does. Yep. And the card draw stuff, that's just what it's like. If you built a green deck and did, you, you would have to purposely not put in Kadama's reaches right. and stuff yeah, right, right. to like get away from that. <laughs> mono so. green, no ram. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> Uh, anyway, guys, thanks for making it until the end. And as promised, here are some details about our giveaway that our sponsor, Level 1 Gaming, provides. Uh, we're going to be giving away a Theros Beyond Death bundle. Uh, to enter, it's extremely simple. You're going to get an entry for every interaction you do with us on social media. Uh, we're going to announce the winner on hashtag MTG Action 4 News on February 4th, uh, and then social media soon after. Um, and yes, I know what you're thinking. We're going to be giving a, doing a giveaway every single month. Could be a sweet little bundle like this. It could be a sweet deck. Like in December, we gave away the Big Tut God of Bruise deck, or it could even be a sweet card. Really just depends on what our sponsor, Level 1 Gaming, provides. Um, but, you know, we'd really appreciate some positive feedback on whatever pl podcast platform you're listening on. If you enjoyed it, leave that comment and a five-star review. If you didn't, uh, we'd prefer that you unsubscribe from us immediately, uh, vacate the premises, and delete your podcast app ASAP. Um, but you know what? If you want to find out more ways to reach out to us and find out other ways that you can enter, here's how you can do that. You can reach me at Mr. Common number five on Twitter. You can reach Big Tuck at Big Tuck Tweeting on Twitter. You can also reach our main account at CMD Tower as well. We have a website, cmdtower.com. You can also find us on Facebook at CMD Tower. Basically, type in Charlie Mathis Delta Tower. You're going to find us somewhere. Nah. Uh, <laughs> if you want to reach our awesome uh, producer and his production team for your own future projects, how would they do that, Squee? Uh, you can find me on Facebook or Instagram at Rich Chaos Records. You can find me on Twitter at Dear Squee. You can also email me at Dear Squee at cmdtower.com. That is Charlie Matha Delta, as you would say. <laughs> uh, and otherwise, you know, if you want to just tweet at me, message me, I'll answer. Cool. And uh, he does music podcast and he does have a full studio if you are local in the KC Metro area. Or if you are remote, like we've actually had some patrons do here recently, you can send your files over the series of tubes yes, called the interwebs. series of tubes. Uh, <laughs> and he can do editing remotely for you. Um, you know, he does an awesome job. So, yeah, definitely hit him up. You can also, because I always keep forgetting about this and I need to put it in my notes. Uh, you can also email me and Big Tuck oh, yeah, at right. our names, <laughs> Mr. Common number five or Big Tuck at charliemathisdeltatower.com. Uh, so yeah, if you want to email us, you can. Uh, <laughs> if you want to find out what more ways to support the show as well as hook up our sponsor with the orders you're already doing, head over to level1gameshop.com. When you place an order in the order notes, just type in CMD Tower, just so they know that you came from the collective. They may even throw in a CMD Tower sticker in there. Who really knows? Uh, outside of their own storefront, they also have a TCG store uh, with an over 99% accuracy rating and incredibly competitive prices. Um, on their normal store, they do sell sweet CMD Tower merch like our white stitched playmat 
and our very sweet sleeves that are matte, uh, basically eclipse type quality. Uh, very, very good. Um, as well as anything else you need from an MTG and a gaming perspective. If you want to find out other ways that you can also support us, head over to patreon.com slash cmdtower. We have several different reward tiers from as simple as Discord access for like a buck a month to even getting a guest spot on the podcast with your own sweet, sweet brew. And of course, thank <laughs> you again to Pink Royal for the music provided in every single episode. Big Tuck, last thoughts before we wrap this hoe no, down. No, it, it was a fun one, man. Um, the sec, like I said, is kind of scummy, but um, it actually it is fun. It is one of it's. It's one of the decks I like to see played, preferably not in a play group that I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of want to, when I have a little time, come over and peek and be like, oh, yeah, like, that really sucks. Yeah, what's happening oh, that to sucks. They stole all your commanders. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, this is definitely one of my uh, favorite decks. I do love some mermaid boobies. So, Oof. anyway, guys, see ya. See ya. <laughs>